Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today we have Arnold Navi. Arnold Navi is an alternative pop artist out of South Florida. I met Arnold about six months ago at my very first Stage Mom tournament. He quickly, quickly became one of my very favorite people, and I truly consider him a great friend at this point. I noticed that he was always at my show, super supportive of the local scene, and I just admired that about him. I finally went and checked out his music, and I was blown away. I really had no idea how talented this guy that came to all my shows was. You definitely want to check him out. Go to his Instagram now so you don't miss anything he has coming. Okay, so I am sitting with my friend Arnold Navi, Navi, Navi. Arnold Navi. Navi, I said it right the first time I ever <laughs> said it. Remember, you were impressed. Yes. Yep. Okay, so introduce yourself and let everybody know what you do and why you're sitting here today. Hey guys, I'm Arnold Navi. I make alternative pop and rock music. I have a thing for melodies, and. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm here. Yeah, I love Chains. What? Yep. I got a vampire one. To go with your song? Yeah, because I have a song called I'm a Vampire. Let me see it. See? Oh, yeah. I'll have to take a picture of that and post it. Okay, so let's talk about how Arnold got involved in music. Like, what was your first experience with music? My first experience with music... Well, I would just watch a lot of Disney movies mm-hmm. when I was little. What's your favorite Disney movie? It had to be The Little Mermaid. Oh, are you going to see the new one that's com- coming out? I didn't even know that there was a new one coming out. Are you out. kidding? I live under a rock. Yeah, half the time I do too. I find out after the fact and then I want to spread the news and I'll be like thinking I'm impressing somebody and then they're like, we've known about this for like six months. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So Little Mermaid was your favorite. Okay. So go on. Yeah, and I would just always sing it. I'll pretend like I was Ariel, like on the rocks, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was a little kid, but yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. And then it came back full circle because in high school there was a play. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't Ariel, but I got casted as the Prince Eric. Nice, I yeah. can see that. You probably <laughs> made a great Prince Eric. I, I wasn't a good actor, but. Were you in theater all of high school, or you just so happened to get that role? Yeah, no, I auditioned because everybody said I should, because Definitely. I'm a singer. Well, I guess that too. But the acting wasn't there, so don't go watch it on YouTube. Why high school? I gotta uh, go see it. <laughs> it's Coral Park. Okay. Senior high. Okay. So, all right, so you started loving music when you were just a young one. When what was your first time ever like saying this is what I want to do? Like when did you realize that? Oh, like when I was a freshman in high school. Okay. For sure. All right. And then when I was seventeen, I actually put it into action, uploading covers on my Instagram. Okay. Like I'm playing the guitar. What were your favorite covers to do? Anything with a catchy melody. I know I did um, Young, Dumb, and Broke by Khalid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did Sweater Weather by The Neighborhood. Okay. Let's see another one. That one song by Alicia Keys. I don't even know the name. When it goes, no one, no one. Called No One. Oh, <laughs> oh well, there you go. My yeah. husband's obsessed with Alicia Keys. I mean, she's very talented. Yeah, she is. Well, speaking of talent, I I read on your Instagram page that are you a multi instrumentalist? Yeah. And like for your recordings, you do all the instruments and vocals, everything. Yeah, I do because I didn't have a choice. Really? Why? (laughs) Because I mean, it just it costs a lot of money to you know pay a producer. Mm -hmm. So I I said I wasn't going to do any of that. So I just learned. Um, but yeah, when I first started, it was terrible. 
Wait a second. So you <laughs> produce, you do everything, all your own stuff. Yeah. It sounds so good. I appreciate it. Really that. good. Oh my god. No, it, it sounds legit <laughs> like something you would hear on the radio. Like you're really, very good. Like I Wow, thank you so all much. Right, so I first met Arnold at my first stage mom tourney at O'Malley's and I didn't remember unfortunately, but I did get him on my calendar. I may have had too much to drink that night. I think so. And then the next time you came up to me and I introduced myself again, <laughs> thinking, and then Jerry was like, you know him. I was I'm like, like, I yeah. do? <laughs> She's like, yes. And then I looked on my calendar and I was like, oh, wow, we did meet. So I honestly, like, I do talk to a lot of people and some people are not as, like, talented as others. And I was really blown away when I listened. I was like, all right, I'm going to dedicate like a few hours to listen to Arnold and see what I think. And I was like messaging Jerry too. I was like, Oh my God, Arnold's actually really good. <laughs> because I had never seen you prior. I just met you as like someone that just came out to watch the show. So I, um, I definitely need to get you on one of my, my uh, events so I can see you play live. But I did see that you commented that you don't do a lot of live stuff. Well, I, yeah, I never had the, chance to do it because i mean when i was like 19 covid was mm -hmm. a whole thing and now we're like kind of going back to normal yeah well we've been back to normal for a year but i got a car about um like eight months ago so now i could actually drive and go to shows how old are like, you now uh, i turned 22 in february okay yeah all right. So, all right. You, so you started with, as the Little Mermaid, Ariel, mm -hmm. and then you grew up to turn into Prince Eric. What are your goals now that COVID's over? What are your goals? You got a lot of music out for someone that's just been doing it for himself. Like it's, you got a lot out and it's all really good. You definitely have to go check them out. Like everybody has to go check you out. Because it is very good. You're super talented. Thank you. I would have thought that you were in theater, though, by, like, your videos. You're really – I think you're great in your videos. I wouldn't be able to do half <laughs> the stuff you're doing in your videos. That's funny. Why? No, because – no, I was never in theater. I wanted to, but I wanted to during the end of my high school career, so mm -hmm. I didn't get the chance to. But I did a little bit through The Little Mermaid. But they weren't really teaching me how to act, which right. is why I said I was a terrible actor. Yeah. Cringy. My, my daughter, uh, my 10-year-old, she's really into this acting thing. So she's doing an oh. Annie camp this, this summer for four weeks. And we have three days of plays to go watch. Wow. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, she's very excited about it. Though it's at the Broward College, so she's really excited about it. But, um, okay. So... What do you find is the hardest song? Oh, wait, no. What is your favorite song that you've written? Oh, uh, well, right now, mm -hmm. it's going to have to be Right Beneath the Stars. That's my favorite song, <laughs> too. That song you can legit hear on the radio. Like, I hear it. I hear it. It's so Thank good. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just, I really like the melody. And I like how in the bridge... It turns into kind of like EDM instruments, mm -hmm. and I just think it's like one of my best works summed up in like a three-minute song, like mm -hmm. just simple, straight to the point. That's what I always try to do. So you write all your own stuff? Yeah. What's that song about? That song? Well, it's about being in a relationship mm -hmm. with someone. Neither of you are good for each other, and... You just got to call it quits. So it's, you know, let's fall apart right beneath the stars. Hey, this is fate. We were a big mistake. So just for tonight, let's say our goodbyes. See? Yep. That's really what the whole song is about. Was there, so there was a specific person that was written about. And does this person know? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure she does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she does because her friend commented on the TikTok okay. when I released it. Yeah, saying some negative things. And I, yeah, I just told her, you have a good day. 
See, that's what I love about you. You have such a nice energy. You're such a genuinely nice person. I, Thanks. Like, all right. So after I forgot that I met Arnold, we became really good friends. Like he's, I consider Arnold a friend. And so like Arnold's always welcome at my house. Anytime that he needs anything, he needs to just hit, hit me up because um, I can count on, I don't know, two hands. How many people I consider friends, and you know we have fun hanging out at yeah, shows. Yeah, we do. Yeah, no, I I do consider him a friend, and he's a genuine person. So and an amazing, amazing musician. Okay, so back to my other question. Thanks. What was the hardest song for you to write, and why was it so hard? Or you could just say, Kim, they're all very easy. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They there's a lot of effort that goes into them. So. Wow, the hardest song. Man, I have to think about that one. You see, I, I can't say because really it's it's like a flow of energy, you know? It just comes out. Even if I don't like what's coming out, whatever comes out on the paper or on the instrument, and it pieces itself together. Like, essentially, the songs write themselves. And that, that's, I think that makes the best songs yeah. like when the songs write themselves but the hardest i i want to say i'm a vampire because i actually had to not just let it flow and like direct it somewhere because i wanted it to sound like you know gothic mm -hmm. halloween you know with the organs in the uh -huh. background i had to think about like what a vampire would say so i think that one okay yeah was that what was that written about? I love uh, to hear this stuff. That one's written about being a vampire, you know. So this vampire, he lives in a mansion. Mm -hmm. He always befriends people, brings them to the mansion. But you know, his his system is thirsty for blood, so he ends up killing them. So it's genuinely about it's. There's no other message hidden in there. It's about the vampire that yeah. is running people to kill them and eat them to suck their blood. Yeah, and then he feels lonely because he's like, "Dang, I don't have any friends. I just killing them all." <laughs> yeah, but he can't help it. He's like thirsty for blood. <laughs> yeah, I had to like think of that the story. What in my made head. you want to write that? Like, that's just like because you would think there would be a hidden message, and that was what came. But since it's just about a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no hit or misses there. But yeah, would you say I want to write a song about a vampire? Yeah. And it it was also like uh fall the okay. season. So I was getting sense. I was getting in the mood and I wanted to I want to be able to tell stories without having the experience because I don't know. Interesting. If you lie to too much on like personal experiences it could work if you have an interesting life but um i don't really have an interesting life so i have to oh. go look you know make up some stories here and there right so speaking of your life where where do you want yourself to be like this time next year oh my god i want to be on stage well i'm getting you on, on one of my stage. stages yeah i, I love that definitely happening I love that so much. Thank you. But yeah, that's where I want to see myself next year and this time next year. Like already on stage, I'm going to be very mad at myself if I'm not. Okay. <laughs> well, we got to get you collaborating with some other artists and bands so that way you can get yourself yeah. on that stage and get practiced for, you know, the future. Okay. So is there a particular famous band that you would want to no actually i'm gonna ask you this question first who is your okay. biggest musical inspiration so many i okay. mean you got you got the beatles okay nirvana my chemical romance michael jackson mm -hmm. those are like the top for okay. sure yeah the beatles are a big one but i feel like the beatles are a big one for like 90 something percent of artists yeah and then there's those artists though that think the beatles are like overrated it's the craziest thing yeah i mean if you know about music history and music recording songwriting artist presentation 
I'm a nerd in all of that. You will see that they were pioneers for all of that, for how it's presented today. And even, you don't have to like the music, but you can still, like, acknowledge what mm-hmm. they did to music. But, I mean, I really like the music because it's yeah. melodic. It's catchy. That's the kind of music I like. Yeah. Um, I totally had another question. You had said something, and it popped in my head, and it popped right back out. That sucks. Um, okay, so what artist or band would you want to collaborate with? Who do you think you can make some good music with? Well, I'm going to have to say a Beatle again. Mm-hmm. I would want, like, before I die, I have to make a song with the Paul McCartney oh. of the Beatles. Okay. Yeah. I hope that happens for you. I, <laughs> but before I he dies, so. actually, not you. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> have you ever been to um, the field in Davie and... Um, they have a band called, it's either just the three of us or just the four of us or, but they're a Beatle cover band and they're like, they've had a regular gig there for years and they are so good. Oh man. No, I haven't heard of yeah, them. Yeah. My, cause my daughter, she is a big Beatle fan as well. So it was oh, her yeah? 16th birthday. And so we went over there. Um, and we, that was the only time I had ever seen them. Everybody told me about them all the time. And so I was like, Oh, she loves the Beatles. Let's go over there. I think I enjoyed it more than her, but um, yeah, no, they were really good. When you find a good cover band, speaking of that, how do you feel about cover music now that you have your own music out? I think cover music is great. I I love doing covers myself, but I strayed away from that just because people weren't listening to my music. They were just like, oh, sing this. Oh, yeah. now sing that. And it's like, no. Right. I want to like... And you turn into a cover band. Yeah, you know, I want... I want to be original. I want people to like my original yeah. content. And that wasn't happening when I was doing covers. People were just liking the voice. But, I, you know, for me, music is more than just about the voice. It's about, like, the feeling. Mm-hmm. So I want to create a feeling, you know. So, Arnold, when you do start to play events on stage, since you do all your own music... Would you hire a band? Would you, what would you, how would, how would I visualize this in my head, Arnold on stage? You can visualize a drummer and then I, I'd have tracks, backing tracks, backing us. Cause there's, there's a lot of things in my songs that there's no way I could replicate live and I don't want to compromise the music. Right. Cause, um, I have seen one artist in particular do that. The music is still phenomenal, mm-hmm. like phenomenal, even with the real band. But on his studio recordings, he has, you know, electronic instruments, electronic percussions that give the song the vibe. And then it's completely different, like live. Right. The song is still there and it's phenomenal. But I feel like I was missing that. Right. From that artist. So I don't I don't want to compromise the music. But I do still want to have the live energy, so that's why I need a, I need a rock and roll drum. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about your family. Are they supportive of your career? And what they? Um, they're not unsupportive. Okay. But they're not supportive, like, like how you are with your daughter, right? Or how Jerry is with her daughter. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, wow, you guys are so great. Because, like, yeah, not every parent does that. You know what I mean? Well, Jerry and I will be at all your shows. Oh. Definitely. Thank you. We'll we'll, we'll (laughs) be showing our age as we're dancing along. (laughs) They're going to be like, oh, my God, put these women to rest. It's past their bedtime. So, okay. If there is one thing that you could change about the local music industry here the scene here okay what would it be um feel like it would be appreciating the people more mm-hmm. um not being pretentious because i have seen <laughs> a couple of pretentious well i want to say like half of the 
big music people I see here in the local scene are a little bit pretentious, you know, and just more authenticness, maybe. Right. That's right. How do you, since we're talking about the local scene, how do you feel about the local scene? Like, do you think that it's boring? Do you think, what do you, what do you feel about? Oh, not at all. I yeah. mean, you got you got bands like Iliad. Yeah. You got artists like Hadi. Mm, so good. Yeah. And there is this other artist. I don't think he's on your radar yet, but his name's Brayton. Oh, he, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, you have to listen to he's his down music. down in Miami? Yeah, he okay. goes to UM. Okay. So. Canes. Are you so, a Kane yeah. fan? Kane, well, I don't watch sports. No. Only basketball. Oh, are you watching? Yeah, yeah. The Heat? Come on. My mom. Okay, so totally <laughs> off topic. My mom, we sold her house. And so she's been staying with my sister. She actually closes on her new house tomorrow. And she has gotten so into basketball during the, these playoffs that the, their power went out over there at my sister's house during a game. And so my other sister had to call her on FaceTime so she could watch oh the movie. God. And on, <laughs> night, on Friday night, um, my husband and I went to go watch the game. And on the way home, my husband called my mom to discuss the game. She was name dropping. I was like, what? <laughs> no way. Who are you? This 78-year-old lady name dropping the Heat players. It was so funny. But, um, okay, so back to the whole scene. So what, do you have a favorite venue? And do you have a venue that you would love to play when you do start to branch out and performing? Favorite venue? Well, I think... Everybody's favorite venue is obviously Revolution Live. Right, yeah. But I really did like O'Malley's yeah. stage, but now it's it has to be tough times. Yeah. Loyalty, you yep. know. That's O'Mal how, that's O'Malley's how has a great setup. They did. It's just crazy. It's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But Tough Times has been welcoming, and yeah, it's we just need to bring our fan, that's all. Mm -hmm. we're there. <laughs> okay. oh, wait wait what'd so you say we have to bring our fan like by the time it gets packed and then we're just sweating oh, my... yeah and then i got my ponytail up and looking real good let me tell you <laughs> but yeah so who are your favorite local bands iliad they're they're so good um the girl beautiful voice the bassist oh my god that is the greatest bassist I've ever seen in my life. Really? If you didn't pay attention, his his fingers are just moving like way too quick. Really? <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch a video now. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. I I really like what Hadi is doing. Hadi is his, so good. His, his he's he's just a star. You look at you, him. You're you absolutely think... right, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Those are my top two. There's also well, there's also this other band makes completely different music from Hadi and Ilian. It's uh, their name is Feral Ember. I don't know if you heard I of them. That. I... Someone else on my podcast mentioned their name. Yeah, they're they're like art rock. I saw them do a show. The guy was was like playing his guitar like a violin. I was like, dude, what was? It? He was playing it like a violin. Yeah, like it he was got a guitar, he, an actual yeah, guitar. He got out a bow and he was like, "Me and me and my boy Carlos were like, what?" I want to see them. That's yeah, cool. yeah. That sounds fun. One of the funnest concerts I ever went to was Mumford and Sons, and just watching that stand up bass. Oh my god, so good. We sat in the rain outside for hours that day. I think that was my. Was that? I think it was my daughter's. 15th birthday that we went there for that i don't know 15th or 16th and we it happened to fall they were here happened to fall on her birthday and man i would sit a week in the rain to watch them again that was one of the best i had ever seen so fun and we were literally right in the front row sweating drenched oh, wet God. everything looking all great yeah but it was so fun so fun there's nothing like a like, I always say, you don't have to be, like, the most amazing singer, which Marcus Mumford is an incredible singer. But um, as long as you're bringing, like, so much fun to the show, it's going to be, like, something to remember. You know, it's back in the 80s. We didn't have the best singers when I was growing up. Really? But 
they they were fun. That was the thing. And it's like, I hear the music on the radio now, and it's probably Arnold. It's probably because there's so much more equipment nowadays that that's what it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, um, if you listen to any song on the radio now, there's there's always gonna be pitch correction on the voice, so it's gonna make it sound more pretty Wait, and perfect. Are you kidding me? The TV show, The Voice. Oh well, yeah, that too. Oh, that too. Yeah, that too. Wait, of course. they correct it? Yeah, l- lately they have. <gasps> I always thought, oh wow, if you're on the voice, you're definitely going to be able to be a good singer. Oh well, you do have to be a good singer because if you have to correct the voice too much, it starts sounding like super robotic. Okay. And yeah, so no, what pitch correction basically does is just it cleans up the vocals a little bit. But that's why back then, like. If you listen to records on the 60s, they don't sound as good, their voice, as if you listen to a 2020 record. But that's because they didn't have the technology that we do now. Right. You know, they had to sing it like a thousand times to get it right. Right. So let me ask you how you feel about that. Like, because there's this recording studio in Davie that the guy started it, and I honestly can't remember the name of it, and I would love to be able to say it right now so for whoever's watching mm-hmm. um but i can't remember the name of it but it's in in davy the guy started it over covid he started collecting um antique and old school recording equipment and he collected cool. so much of it that he decided he was going to open up a recording studio and um mckenzie and jeremy have been going over there to record and it sounds so good but it also you can tell it almost sounds old fashioned in a way Mm. which it like brought me back to like my childhood and I was loving it. I was like, this is so great because it's like old equipment and I love it. I absolutely. So have you heard any stuff like that? Like where, what I'm talking about here, where like, as opposed to like, it's like a newer sound on older equipment, but it's not the technology of today. No, I haven't heard any, but that is like, that's an artistic choice. You know, I always talk You're about right. I always talk about using the studio as its own instrument. So for one song, let's say I want to sound like that. So I will go into that recording studio, record a song and have the song's aesthetic be just that. Like everything you do, whether how you record it, where you pan, where you put this instrument, that instrument, the volume of things, it's all it's all um what do you call it it's like all artistic like mm-hmm. every everything that comes into music it's not just the writing process so yeah that sounds amazing it's like as cool. an artistic choice to do that yeah it's super neat um matt exploding lens the photographer that i use mm-hmm. he was it's funny small world he was um recording he's actually there today um, nice. photographing a band that's recording there and he had told me about it but then in the meantime Jeremy's father was in a band in the 90s that really like they did a documentary on this band and everything called Load um, it was a really successful local band and um, Jeremy's in a band with his father now and they've been recording over there also but not even knowing that each other are doing it so I'm hearing about this recording studio from Matt and I'm also hearing about this recording studio from Jeremy and it was the same one, which is just funny because it's a small world. That was my point there. So, Arnold, we're going to um, ask you some questions to get to know you as a person. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. No, no, no. It's not creepy. <laughs> it's not... But it is a segment called You Can Tell Mom Anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love that, right? <laughs> okay. So, outside of music, I know you work. You work very hard. So, mm-hmm. if you want to let everybody know what you do. Well, uh, I'm a server or a waiter at Sedell's in the design district over Miami. And then I'm a server at another restaurant called Chug's Diner. I hope nobody like comes and like <laughs> a hacker comes on here and it's like, all right, collecting all the information. <laughs> but yeah, and then when I have free time, I do DoorDash as well. See, you're always working. Yeah, 
I mean, I have expensive toys, the, yeah. mu the music. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but at least you're working to do it for yourself. So that's nice. Okay, so have you traveled a lot? No, no? I have not. I I want to. What's the like the furthest place you've gone? Are you originally from Florida? Yes. Okay. What's what's your nationality? What's Navi? Navi. Navi. I said it right the first time and I can't yeah, seem to remember. <laughs> Is that right? Navi? Yeah, okay. yeah, you said it right. Okay. Well, my nationality. So my mom is Cuban. Okay. And my dad is from El Salvador, but I was born here. Okay. Yeah. So I'm Hispanic. There's not. I'm a native as well. There's not many of us. Oh yeah. We're a special breed. Not many native Floridians. Okay. So where's the furthest you've ever gone? Like, what's the furthest place you've gone? Like, have you visited El Salvador or anything? No. No. I've never been outside of the United States. Yeah. So North Carolina, because okay. I used to live there. Oh, really? Yeah, Wilmington. Oh, okay. One of the teen moms lives in Wilmington, North Carolina. Janelle, you know, do you teen no, mom no, from no, MTV? I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really need to get a life if I know these teen moms live. Um, yeah, we usually the past two summers we've been going up to North Carolina and Tennessee, like the bordering area there, and um, it's so pretty up there. Yeah. When did you move to Florida? Well, so I lived in Florida, but then I left like when I was 10 okay. to North Carolina. And then I came back down when I was 13. So I only lived there for like two, three years. Which where did you like better? Here, because when I was up there, I mean, like just the school kids were like kind of racist. Really? <laughs> to me for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, that stinks. Okay. But I, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And now that they're adults, they're mature. So I don't feel. <laughs> hope. When I, go, when I go up there, I don't face any of that. Oh, I met one of your friends from there. Your friend. Yeah, JC. JC, yeah. My show on June 15th. He promised me he would. I, I hope he does. He says he's trying to come down for okay. the summer. All right, cool. That would be awesome. Tell him I said hi. Mm hmm. So my nephew lives in Hendersonville. Is that far from Wilmington? Um, it's near Asheville, I think. Well, I'm 100% positive it's near Asheville. It's like 20 minutes away. Oh, uh, I think that's a little bit far because I don't, I don't even know. Wilmington's more of like the beach area, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is more mountains. Really bad, like, dirt road mountains where I almost had a panic attack. I, I had a panic attack, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you awful. told me. You told I me told you about that? Yeah, oh you told god. me about the story. Oh, my God, it was horrible. Okay, so... Do you currently have a significant other? Uh, no. So you're single? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be on the hunt for you. <laughs> All right. What is one fun fact that we don't know about Arnold? My, <laughs> my first dream ever was to be in the NBA. Really? It didn't work out. Why? Did you choose it music? Did. and? Well, I just wasn't very good at basketball. I sucked. <laughs> but I loved it so much. I just sucked at it. Oh, I love that. See, that's why I like you so much. You can admit that you sucked. <laughs> I was horrible, too. I would think, and I you would sucked. think with, like, how tall I am that I would have been, like, the best player on the team. I would go do a layup, mm -hmm. and I was, like, fully confident I was going to get it done. And I'd get, like, the speed, and I'm up, and, I, and then I'd come right under the, the basket. You know how you're supposed to do it and you're supposed to step in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Two no. steps. Just... Nope. Not me. I come to a dead stop because I was always so scared. Oh. Of <laughs> I sucked so bad. But, yeah, I broke my elbow playing basketball. That shows oh how God. good I was. Jesus. Yep. All right. So we know you love chains. So if yeah. you could describe your style to anybody, what do you think we would call this? Well, Okay, so my style is a little bit of, you, you see, I like the chains. I like wearing dark colors. Mm -hmm. I also like uh, wearing a mix of casual and like a little mm -hmm. bit of classy, you know, because I'm a gentleman. So like yep. I got like the, I don't know, I just want to create my own aesthetic. Mm hmm so yeah, I would describe it like that. Like I want to look like a, like a clean guy, mm -hmm. but also casual, and I like to change. So yeah, I just mix all of my interests together. No, it, you always look so nice. You really do. Thanks. 
So we had a fatality of a chain. And oh, um, yeah. is this a new one that you have here that replaced it? Yeah. Not that you can really ever replace it. Exactly. This one's called Handy. It, did you name him? Yeah. Okay. Was there a name for the one that we had to say our goodbyes to? No. No. Just, just Barb. Okay. You know, Barbara, because Barbara. it was like a Barb okay. chained wire. But I, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I made up the name. After she died. <laughs> That's when I realized I had a connection to the chain. <laughs> Funny. Oh, so what is the best gift you were ever given? It has to be a a digital guitar plug-in that my friend got me for my okay. birthday like a year ago. That's a nice gift. Yeah, because, you know, I, you know, I want a gift that I'm going to use, that I'm right. put into use. And I, I use that. That's like, a nice gift. Every week. Yeah. Yeah. And it was expensive, too. Yes, I'm saying. She spent like $200. Oh. Yeah. Oh, she wants. Are you guys still friends? Or is this no. who the song was written about? No, no, no. That's okay. not. <laughs> the, the, the person that this song was written about hated that girl that gifted mm. me that. Yep. I she, can she, imagine. Oh, yeah. She she had her reasons. Mm -hmm. No girl gives the guy. Exactly. Gift for no reason. <laughs> Arnold. Okay. What would you do with the money if you won $1 million? Oh, my God. I would try to... I would try to turn that million dollars into, like, $100 million. That's smart. You know... What would you I, do? Oh my god. Uh probably probably make a record label because mm. that's I feel like that's where most of like my my intelligence comes in. Mm -hmm. Like the music industry, not that I know about cuz I don't, but if I had to choose one, I'm not going to open up a restaurant cuz I don't know how to run a restaurant. Right. But at deliver least, the food at and least, take orders, but <laughs> yeah, at least with the music, I would actually be like interested and you know show up every day, yeah, to work and make the label thing, yeah, make it. And when you're doing something you love, you excel at it. So yeah, yeah, I would love to be able to do that to to have a record label and like all my little favorites. I'd be like you, you, you. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's do this. Okay, Arnold, we got to get serious here. Okay. Have you ever cheated on someone? No, I never have. That's why I love you so much. I haven't ever <laughs> no. cheated either. You've been cheated on though, haven't you? Yeah, yep. one time. One You're time. like me. That's yeah. <laughs> one that time. One time that we know about. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the yeah. only. I mean, I, I, I think that was the only time that happened. Yeah. Yeah, that girl was a little bit cuckoo, but I wish her the best. <laughs> you're see, you're such a nice oh. guy. <laughs> I'm sure she wishes me the best. Oh my god, we could hope. Is that fly still bothering you? It's bothering me. No, okay. I don't even see it. All right, so if you could share a meal with four individuals, who would they be? P past, present, dead, alive, who would they be and why? Share a meal. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean? Like, sitting down? People sit down and have dinner and... Mm. Okay, so my friend Carlos, which he's coming to, to Revolution. Oh, okay. he, he has to. I already told okay. him he has to. So, Carlos, I hope you're watching this. Wait, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, him, my mom. Okay. Okay. My brother. Okay. And then my other brother, JC. I hope you're watching this too, JC. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> How many? So, you have two brothers? Is that? Do you have any sisters? Yes, I do. She lives in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. So there's four of you. Well, JC is not a real not, brother. Not not my blood brother, but I call him my brother because okay. he's his dad was with my mom, and uh -huh. that's why I moved up to North Carolina. Okay. So that's how we know each other. Okay. Because his dad dated my mom. Wait a second. That's who I met. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, this story sounding familiar to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And we're still we're still brothers. Still, cool. still going strong. That's nice. I had um a friend in high school. Her name was Joanne, and 
her mom, it was her mom, was dating this guy who had a son named Hillary. And Joanne and Hillary started dating. And it was like the strangest, most bizarre thing. They just shared a room in high school and parents lived. They all, it was just two couples living in a house. It was the craziest thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't talk anymore, though. They they had a falling out when they broke up. Oh, snap. Okay. So are you more into brains or looks? No, brains. Yeah. Um, I could, yeah. Brains. Hey, um, I was with, I mean, I dated a girl that was a nine. Okay. Nine out of 10. Mm She had the brains, but um, uh, just the priorities. You know how some people's priorities are like not. You know, you could be smart, but you could lack in other things. Yeah, and other things could affect a certain part of your life a little more. Yeah. So, no, yeah, for me, I would just, I would love a girl who's very, very hardworking. Mm-hmm. And determined. And not not an idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, no, brains. Okay. Oh, brains over looks. I knew that about you, though. <laughs> How, how'd you know? I just, because I just know you're a nice person. That's the thing. Is that flyback? No, dude, there's a reptile down there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Fred. Fred! <laughs> look, he's he's looking at me. Is he looking? Yeah, look. Oh, yeah. Fred! He knows his name. What's up? <laughs> He's cute. Yeah. Fred uh, was my daughter's gift for her birthday she had to have, and um, he turned into mine. And Yeah. Oh, okay. It's And then we got this new dog. My dog passed away in, in November. No. That's her shrine there. Oh, Above I, the fish yeah. tank. Right, right there. Oh, I see it. So she passed uh, away. It was the hardest thing ever in my whole entire life. Oh, so, so then I got cute. a new dog, which I must have been on drugs that day when I decided to do that. Because that's like, what the hell? And um, so when I got that dog, he requires so much attention that mm. Fred got neglected a little bit and forgotten about. But we did get Fred out last week for a bath and everything. So, <laughs> But it's funny because with those, if you um, stop handling them and playing with them they they can turn nasty but it was like i always go up to them even if i didn't have time to take them out i always would go up to them and talk to them and they love to like oh sounds weird they love to be read to and like sang to so i think because i still kept the constant communication all the time and he's like right there where we all hang out um he was like i just put my hand down there and he just jumped in my hand and then went in the bath and was swimming around he was so cute yeah that's cute it's funny I never thought you could ever get attached to a reptile, but before this new horrific asshole of a dog came into my life, we used to just chill on the couch together, and like it, he would watch TV with me, and it was like the best thing. Like, it was like, oh my God, I think I'm a reptile person all of a sudden, and then I just don't have time for it anymore because this dog. <laughs> Do you know how much bones cost? Oh my God. But we had to, <laughs> I spent so much money on bones just so that... I'm not eating. Like I. Oh, I see it. I see one. Just over it. I just I keep counting down the days. He's only like six, seven, seven months. Yeah, he's a little over seven months now. Seventy-four pounds. Like, My God, I'm gonna kill myself. What dog is that? His mom was an American bulldog, and his dad was a golden retriever. Mm. He's pretty freaking cute, but he's such a jerk. So, all right. What is the most unusual thing you have ever eaten? Um, just like a little bite of a octopus um tentacle. Cuz that's what my my brother likes that. So I tried it. I didn't like it. No. No. I think that it's probably like how it's made also. Like, I love alligator, but I've had it at places that just don't know how to make it. And then there's other places that it's like, wow, this is really good. I think that goes with salmon, too. Like, you can get salmon somewhere. It's just awful. And then some places it's good. So No, it's true. Yeah. All right. So if you were stuck on a deserted island, what three items would you take with you? Dang. Okay. 
I need, well, I'm, I'm going to need a knife, like, okay. a, like a good one, okay. you know, to hunt. Yep. I would, I, I need a gun too, okay. you know, to, to hunt the, the quick ones, yes. the quick animals, like a rifle or something. And then, wow, the last one, like, I would get a, like a portable tent that I could pack having my backpack okay and i could like i could like camp out Mm -hmm. okay what do you think i think those are good choices you know and then the knife whenever you need to make like ropes for whatever reason yeah like a bear trap yeah or fillet your meat that you just shot yeah exactly yeah Yeah, that's what i'm gonna cook it well snap yeah you're right because i was gonna say i can make a fire but last time i made a fire i needed a a lighter not not a lighter but like matches yeah wow Hmm. but i i need those three i i just have to like i'd have to get two sticks and just keep like oh that's true (laughs) until they catch on fire just wait for a hot day does that really work what rubbing two sticks together never tried it me neither <laughs> i guess we'll find out yeah. that day that <laughs> you get on the this yeah <laughs> okay so if you could join any past or current music group who would it be other than the beatles yeah you are, you <laughs> already without saying you already knew okay i want to say I want to say Nirvana, but they're they're a little bit crazy, like what they do. So, yeah, no. Well, well, no. Dave Grohl was with them, yeah, and he, they, you know, the front two, you know, guitarists and bassists were crazy, but Dave Grohl was the one that didn't do any drugs at all. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah, why not Nirvana? And I could be like the normal one. Yeah. Not the crazy one. See. <laughs> That's I love that you have that head on your shoulders though where you're you're okay being Yeah, you got you got to watch out who you hang out with. Yeah. You, you know, you'll you turn into who you hang yeah. out with. So I just but. had that talk with my 10-year-old cuz there's some drama going on at her school with the girls. Oh no, no, no. I told her just hang with the guys. That's what I did. Hang with the guys, forget the girls. They're so full of drama, just just let them be. I said because you know what? People are going to think you're like them. There used to be a saying, birds of a feather flock together, and before you know it, you're going to get blamed for things that they're doing, and so she's hanging out with Dominic now. I think we like Dominic. Good. You go, Dominic. (laughs) You go. Okay. So we're going to do some rapid fire. Oh. Do you know how to do rapid fire? What's that? What's that? I, I ask a question, and you have to say, like, the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. What celebrity annoys you the most? <sighs> I can't. I I thought Billie Eilish, but I love her. Do you? I I love Billie. I'm in oh. love with Billie Eilish. I, I, I she's I just can't with Billie Eilish. She I, she doesn't annoy me at all. But that's just what popped up in my popped head in for whatever head. reason. Okay. <laughs> That's your conscience. That's telling you, Billy Eilish. She really <laughs> is annoying. That's what it is. Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the nickname your fam? Only your family calls you. Arn Arnaldo. Okay. It's like that's not even my name, <laughs> but that's what they. My family calls me Bird, so that's totally Bird. Not my name. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I was a little girl. Alrighty. Are you a morning person or a night person? The night person. Fill in the blank. Okay. Taylor Swift is amazing. She is a genius. She is like. It's funny you said that because I was at a birthday party yesterday and it was Taylor Swift themed. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's and we had to sing Taylor Swift songs. So oh my god, so I want to be at that birthday party. Yeah. Someone, someone tried to fight me. It... You fight Arnold. You fight me. Yeah, um, I told him, because he kept interrupting me, I was like, yeah, bro, I'll meet you, because he told me, yo, 
go meet me there, like, alone. I'm like, yeah, bro, just give me a second. You interrupted my conversation, like, three times already. Like, yeah, just give me a second. So then I went to the bathroom, and apparently, like, other people heard there. The birthday girl heard. There was, like, ten people, like, ganging up on him. Like, oh, if you touch this guy, this and that. Oh, my God. And he's like, no, I just wanted to talk. So he got he got scared of, of like the ten did. people, but I had I had like this really thick chain mm-hmm. belt. When I feel threatened, I gotta get crazy. Did you pull it off? <laughs> no, but I was going to. If, right. I don't know this guy. Exactly. This guy's bald. He has a lot of tattoos. <laughs> he he's like he's like. <laughs> Looks like he's like thirty seven or something. Like, gosh, and he fights with you at the Taylor Swift party. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, he was just goodness. drunk. Yeah. He was just drunk. Well, you handled idiot. it well. So what? He just stopped. Yeah, he stopped. Was... He stopped. All right. Unreal. Some people. <laughs> okay. Cake or pie? Oh, cake. Me too. Do you believe in fate? I know you do, because your song talks about it. Yes. I believe in fate. Yep. Who is the most overrated musician? Oh my god. That's a good one. Wow, that's a good one and I don't even know. Hmm. Hmm. You got me thinking here now. You got me thinking here now. <laughs> Who do I think? Because I think every every musician is like super good in their own right and what they do. But overrated to me, let's see. Billie Eilish. <laughs> well, keep my wife out your mouth. <laughs> All right, I want to say. Okay, BTS. There we go. Okay. There we go. That's my... I would agree with that. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. So what is the best compliment you have ever received? Um, I guess, you know, when someone told me, you're handsome and you're smart. <laughs> I was like, yo, that is the deadly duo punch that I don't know what I'm saying, but <laughs> that's that's what I want, you know. So you have the, the full package. The the intelligence, you know. Yeah. That's Did you go to college? For a year. Yeah. Yeah. Studying music. Yeah. And this helped you your career. I feel like it wasted my time. Girl, let me tell you. My daughter wasted so much of my money acting like she was going to college. I told her from day one, I don't care if you go. Just don't waste money. No, I'm going, Mom. I'm going. <laughs> and then every night, I I think I have a sub tomorrow. I think that, just please, we're not investing any more money in this thing. I didn't go to college. It is what it is. It, wow. Nothing, you didn't go to college? No. And you got this beautiful house? <laughs> you know, ladies and gentlemen, you don't see the house, but this house is gorgeous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I said it like right when I walked in. No, but I have worked pretty much every day of my life since I was 14. So Yeah, look, yeah. working hard, making the yeah. right decisions, yeah. being smart like exactly. in life, that's what's yeah. going to get you places. It's true. Yeah, I mean, t- yeah. dude, this house is beautiful. That's I what I tell. Loft here thank you. Too. It's perfect, right? Yeah, yeah, it it's really perfect. is. Yeah. That's why I told Mackenzie, if you don't want to go to college, don't go to college. There's so many other things that you could go learn a trade. You could do so many things if it doesn't work out with music. But I did tell her, I would like for you to at least have a backup plan or something because like, you're not getting younger. So at least have a backup plan. Like, I'm a, I'm a realtor. I said, you could go get your mortgage license and I could give you my deals. Or you could become a realtor. Even if you don't want to be a realtor, you could be a realtor and sell four houses a year. And that could pay for all your bills. Like, she just doesn't, she's just like, yeah, I don't know. I'd rather, you know, be a barista. Or, well, she teaches her drum lessons too. But it's, um, I'm just not that, I'm not that mom that's like, yeah, got to go to college. You got to go to college. Because Thank God. It's like, a, <laughs> it's, I mean, my nephew, he graduated from FSU with a 
degree in criminal justice and he's a realtor with me. So where's all that money? You know, that's the way I look at it. Like I know so many people that have gone and gotten their degrees and they do something completely out of what it is that they got their degree for and they didn't even need to spend the money on college to do what they're doing today. So I I make I make more than people with degrees. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just waiting tables. Oh, that's I know. All right, so how do you feel about what um I in Palm Bay, Florida, there's a restaurant that is now charging which I think is so shitty. Charging the customers they're calling a 20% service fee. That's a lot. And they're only giving <laughs> 15% to the waiters, and they're keeping the other 5% for them. Oh, no, no, no. Right? No, no, no. I was like, that's so, – because I have no, waited no, no. on many a tables in my life. <laughs> oh, you – Oh, yeah. server? Yeah. Oh, snap. You do. I'll tell you. You get the struggle. Oh, the People. struggle is real. I'll tell you. People. I loved waiting on tables, though. I did. Like, you I meet a lot of cool people. You do. And it's like, yeah, I loved it. And, like, I was a single mom for a while after my divorce. And it's just you do what you got to do. Like, that's just you, you're the only thing that that kid's got. So, yeah, wow. that's – I did anything. But I was even writing cards for Chewy that – like well i wasn't divorced i wasn't a single mom at this time but like i have a hard time passing up money like if if there's a way to make money yeah i will do it and there i was writing cards for chewy as a realtor i make good money as a realtor but it's like well i could write cards too why not i could write cards for 13 cents a card while i uh watch tv and that was like oh an extra God. 300 bucks every three every two weeks and you know so it's like hey there's my car payment so you know what i mean Whoa. so all I have to do is write cards, but then I did. My dad died, and I stopped doing that. But, mm. but yeah, like that's there's so many ways to make money that you don't have to spend the money on. I'm probably gonna have so many parents hating me right now, saying you don't have to spend the money on a degree. But it's true. But you, you don't. You, you don't? don't. That's then you you get into depth. Like my friend Rob, he he's a server mm -hmm. like me, same restaurant. He. He says that his credit is horrible. I was like, dang, why? What happened? He's like, oh, dude, I'm like, I'm about like $35,000 in debt. And I'm like, dude, what? What happened? He's like, oh, I went to college. I, I got like a degree, you know, at, at like an electric something, like an electrician. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing here? He's like, dude, this pays better than, yeah. <laughs> than being an electrician here. It's like you go to college, you come out, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I have my degree now. What am I going to do? Like I can't, I can't find a job right now. I can't, but I'll tell you as a realtor, those student loans have been horrible for home buyers. Like they're haunting them forever really? and ever like, and they'll, so many loan denials because of student loans. I've been doing real estate for almost 20 years and I have one person. I just closed on their house last month. The only person I ever know in my whole entire life that paid her student loans off and she went to Vegas Dang. for a trip for it. She was texting me and she was, I was like, I was asking her if she was going to be, I, she hadn't found a house yet. And I was going to meet her husband. I said, are you coming to Marshall? Oh, I'm in Vegas. We're celebrating. I finally paid off my student loans. So her and her girlfriend ran out to Vegas. I was like, Oh my God, I have never heard anybody say those words ever. I this is the first time for me too. I never heard that. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? That's crazy, right? Wow. So okay, all right. So it's back crazy. to our rapid fire here. Your favorite flower? Uh, lavender. That's a flower. I think so. What does it look like? It's purple. Okay. You, you, yeah, lavender. You never seen the lavender like scent for breeze? I have. That's a flower. Yeah. Well, what did what did you think it was? I, don't, I just figured it. I don't. You know, I I thought it was the smell. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. I told you I'm like live under a rock as well. Okay. So who inspires you the most? Right now, my stepdad. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, he. Five days a week, he does about fourteen, fifteen hour shifts. Wow as a waiter and so that inspires me because because i i think to myself if he can work that hard and he's like 44 i think something somewhere around there 
uh, he can work that hard, like, physically, mm-hmm. then I got nothing to complain. Because right. I don't work 14, 15 hours, every, like, five days a week. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's just insane. Right. Hey, he comes home at, like, 3 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Working hard. Well, he's setting a good example. That's it's important. But I did catch on that your stepfather is 44, and I am older than him, and now I feel really old. What? <laughs> Oh my god, it sucks getting old, I'll tell you. No, that that's not old. What? My no. mom is 51. Oh, she looks the younger guy. Yeah, first time she ever does that. Good for her. And look, he's working hard for her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hope it works out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their marriage is their marriage, you know? I can't. Oh, you're so funny. Okay, so if you had one message for your fans, what would it be? I know they're gonna be watching this. They like like be. the like the I got like ten people that actually are like consistently there. It's nice. All the time. Yeah, they they're all friends with each other because their common interest was that they like my music. And I think that's so cool. That, like, is that community. Cool. I love you guys. Look, we got, I'm going to say the names. We got Lexi. We got Star. We got Sugar. <laughs> These are all online people, so bear with me. We got, um, damn, did I already say Danny? No. Okay, Danny. We got Jasper, Candice, Sabrina. We got a new one called Rat. These are like all TikTok usernames. Okay. So. I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> so you've never met them in person? No. They're just... Are they local? You know, no. no. And they're talking about, man, I I want to fly out to go see your show. I told you. You like... make some really good music. <laughs> so I don't doubt that they're feeling this way. Yeah. So I appreciate them very much. That's nice. That's nice. Oh. I forgot Lee. Lee Cooper. Okay. <laughs> we love you too. Wait, we got we got Ash as well. I just keep thinking of more and more. They keep coming. Yeah, and you don't want to leave anyone off. I don't. I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they're I gonna think... all have to come in when you do play your show. Yeah. At the stage, mom. Buy your tickets. Actually, one of. One of them actually was was searching up tickets. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> well, you're actually doing that? Like flights? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, said it was expensive. Oh come on, Arnold's worth it. <laughs> Arnold's worth it. <laughs> I'm I'm sure she thinks so too. Yeah. <laughs> you're worth it. <laughs> okay, so. What are some final things that you'd want to say to all of these people watching? All right. And where can they find you? Like, summarize it all for them. All right. You can find me. I got to get clo- I got to get closer. Don't hit your head. <laughs> you can find me at Arnold Navi anywhere. TikTok. Instagram, PlayStation, Xbox. And I just want to say, make sure you go pre-save my debut LP. It's called Loserverse. And I have this whole thing that, like, I am a loser. And um, my supporters already know what it means. But I'm going to say it here. So the reason I say... I am a loser because you got to get rid of the fear of losing. If you fear losing and you never chase what you want, then you're not a winner or a loser. That's even worse. Don't you think? You got to be a loser before you're a champion. So lose the fear of losing and chase your dreams. Chase whatever you want. I asked out a girl. I got rejected, but I felt so good 
that I took the the L. Like I felt good in myself because I'm like, yo, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> I took a loss, and now I'm more brave to seek more opportunities. Not not more girls, but I mean in general, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm so I'm sorry. I'm just stuck on who would like turn you down. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people would. You know, I'm like I'm a weird guy. No, you're not. You're I'm a, <laughs> you're a good person. Yeah, so yeah, lose that fear of losing. Go ask that girl out on a movie. Go ask that boy out, and go chase your dreams. Try out for that basketball team, even if you suck. Yeah, even if you suck. I tried out for the football team. I didn't make it, but I'm glad I did because, you know, the more the more you take losses, the more resilient you become. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an amazing thing. So True. that's my whole theme. You go do that. I'm giving you all the confidence in the world to lose until you become a champion. <laughs> you can do the mic drop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>